up? It's Gina Montavo, and I'm sitting here with a good friend and agent, Mr. Daniel Sondo. I like that I intro people and I try to like throw it out there. It's like, here we go. And everybody always just gets stunned and go, I, oh. I didn't even know we were restarted <laughs> this already. Is my part? Always <laughs> yeah. starting. So uh, we're sitting here today and I've been keeping Daniel quiet until we started this podcast just because I felt like we should get this on tape. And the thing that I want to talk about today, and I think it's for a lot of people, including us, is um, there's this new thing that came out and I sent it over to Daniel and it's called the Gary V content model. And if you know and are familiar with who Gary V is, he has so much content and so many different helpful tips. And it's just like, you know, if you ever looked at his, any of his YouTube or podcast or his Facebook or Instagram, you name it, it's all out there. And he's, it's like, you know, like the hustlers diary people, you know, associate him with like, oh, he knows everything for every business. And I think for our business, which is real estate, um, this new model that came out, he talks about content. And this is really, really important to me just because I feel like this is the way things are going for everybody. And I feel like Daniel's already kind of jumping on it and, you know, we're trying to stay ahead of the curve. So did you really kind of like take it all in and understand what he was trying to say? And we're just going to kind of like kind of talk about it right now yeah. to explain it for real estate. What does that mean? Because everybody watches these guys like, oh, this guy's a hustler. This guy's yeah. a hustler. But then it's kind of like, well, how do I how does that apply to me, though? Mm-hmm. And especially for real estate agents like, well, what do I do then? I, I get it. Yeah. I get the content part, and then I break it down, and I put it on here, and I take this big piece, and I put it on little pieces here and there, but then what? Did you understand what he so, was saying? So, I mean, I kind of, like, skimmed through it, uh, but, you know, I, I did read this. I didn't look at it, Gino. Huh? <laughs> Gino, I didn't look at it. <laughs> no, I did. I looked at it, uh, and, I mean, the way I understood it was, it, it was really neat, what the way he broke it down. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just going to break it all down the way sure. I, I saw it. So essentially what you're trying to do is you're trying to create a big piece of content, you know, I would say more than 30, 45 minutes type of worth. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you want to break it down uh, into a minute or 15 seconds that you can put like on a Facebook, Instagram. The story, uh, Snapchat. Exactly. Like any kind of, um, any platform that you have, pretty much try to put it on all platforms. Emails too. Emails, mm-hmm. uh, Snapchat, and you're going to break it down into bits and pieces of the the big content that you created which is on youtube mm-hmm. right so all these videos they're going to be a, linked up pretty much with your youtube pushing towards that exactly correct but from that content those little contents that you made. so if you made like 45 minutes for example essentially you made 40 you made 45 minute videos of, that's 45 uh content mm-hmm. that you can put out there from those 45 uh contents that you put out there you're going to see which one is uh, pulling the most traction, I guess. Sure. Uh, what people are more commenting on, more liking, or what people are more uh, asking about. So once you put that content out there, you can start seeing like, okay, people want to know more of this. Mm-hmm. So you find that out, and you do this all organically pretty much. So once you find that uh, information, you go ahead and create more content uh, based on that information that you received on the feedback. Can I pause real quick? Because you're like, oh, I, I skimmed it. It sounds like you digested it pretty well. <laughs> I took a bite. <laughs> I took a little bite of it. Yeah, that's me skimming it. <laughs> okay, so to go off of what he's saying, um, let's think of it this way. Let's pretend we're making a TV show. Mm-hmm. And we make a 30-minute TV show of Friends or whatever your favorite yeah. TV show is scripted. So you make this show, and then, hey, when does the show come out? Oh, it comes out next week. Well, let's, uh, let's find the best pieces, and let's tease the audience a little mm-hmm. bit. Let's find the best one-liners. Let's find the best, uh, ah, like yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah, slapping yeah. their knees. Let's find those moments. Take those 10, 15 seconds and put them online. I think a lot of shows do do that, and that's what we're trying to do. 
So like what Daniel's saying is that one piece of content can be a video that you put on YouTube about how to buy a house, how to sell a house. It could be one podcast where you have a really great guest and y'all talk about all these things that really open up a lot of people's eyes. And then once you have that piece of content, then you put it online. And after you put it online, like Daniel said, you throw it out either to YouTube or you put it on your podcast. You send an email, hey, brand new episode yeah. up, whatever it is, right? You want to put it on, on all the platforms. Exactly. Go through it yourself. You see what stands out. And then, like Daniel said, you see what the uh, you know your followers are saying. And mm -hmm. that's on all, all aspects, Facebook or Snapchat or, which, okay, what snaps got the most replies? Which Correct. one's got the most screenshots? Yeah. Which one's had the most likes, the mm -hmm. most views? All these different things. And then you kind of like zone in on that and keep going with it. Now, the reason why we're talking today is I think a lot of people that are in real estate probably wondering, okay, well, what the hell's my content? Like, what, what am I making? And that's the thing. And I think a lot of people that are used to just posting online, it's the normal stuff. Here's mm -hmm. the listing. Yeah. Hey, I'm on the MLS. Do you want to? That's not going to work. It's not going to work. And yeah. think of it this way. The content can't be an open house. And what I mean by that is if it's Monday and there's an open house this Sunday, if I talk about that open house all week, you're going to tune everybody out. Everyone's going to be like, I get it. I, get it. Mm -hmm. I don't care about that house. Though. Yeah. I don't want to go on Sunday. I'm not going to go on Sunday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all those posts you had about that open house, I really don't care. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you post another one, I might like it. So you single out all those people that don't care. Now, if you create something that's open-ended, like you said, how to buy mm -hmm. a house, that's something that was going to grab more people. And not zone them out because, oh, it's just an open house. I don't yeah. care. Oh, you're actually going to teach me something? Mm -hmm. I want to pay attention. And that's what the content comes from. I think a lot of people don't think of that. Like, oh, that's what I should be posting up. Uh, people ask me all the time, well, what should I be posting if I'm a new realtor? Like, well, it, it should, you should honestly be posting about you learning. Yeah. Like, that's So it. that's actually like a really good one. I yeah. mean, just sit there, I mean, and just talk about like what you learn. Oh, uh, hey, yeah. You know why? Because our world is something that a lot of people don't get into. Um, they never really see these things. Maybe once they'll mm -hmm. see it when they buy a house and they totally forget about it. And if it was a good experience, then it was a good experience. But if it wasn't, they just forget all about it. And then anybody asks like, Hey, is it easy buying a house? Oh, mm -hmm. it's so hard. It's yeah. so hard. So even as real estate agents, when we get into this business, we don't know it all. We start learning and figuring things out. And basically the light bulb goes off like, Oh, that's why that mm -hmm. happens. I was wondering why that when you're on the other side of things. It's like yeah. going behind the scenes. Like picture your favorite place. Like picture Best Buy. You go in there and you buy your stuff and stuff comes out. And you're like, okay, cool. But when you work there, you see the behind the scenes. You kind of see where stuff comes from. Mm -hmm. Why it, things are the way they are. Be it computers or TVs, you start learning a whole lot of stuff. So in this business, if you're brand new, I feel like what you should be doing as you're learning, repeat that back to your audience. Yeah, so whatever book like you're reading. Uh... Yeah. You know, after an hour of reading, you should have a good enough content of like, I would say 15, 20 minutes of what you learn mm -hmm. and then just record that or uh, talk to a camera about it. Yeah, because a lot of people are so busy. Maybe they don't have time to read that book. Exactly. Maybe they're stuck behind a job where they can't be on their phone all day. So, yeah, if you can sum it up for them, then I don't have to go read it. Great. Thanks for giving me the Perfect. highlights. You gave me the cliff notes, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. and I appreciate it because I wasn't going to go read it. I was curious about it, but I didn't really want to. And some people don't even know they, they want to know it, you know, they'll just, <laughs> you'll, they'll just read the title, like how to buy a house or, you know, or anything. And somebody maybe never thought about it. Like, Oh, look at this video and mm -hmm. they click it and there you go. Yeah. Or oh, like, maybe if, they're going to buy it a year from now and exactly. they're like, Oh man, remember that video? And not only will you get them now with what you're posting, like, okay, say today you posted the, uh, how to buy a house. Someone watches it. Maybe not today, maybe next month, 
they'll even consider maybe next year, but at also the same time when that topic comes up, mm-hmm. when they're out that night and they're talking to a friend, Hey, how you been? Oh, good, man. Just back in town. Where you living? Oh, staying with my mom, blah, blah, blah. And this is like a younger crowd or older mm-hmm. crowd. If you still live at home, uh, Oh, you know what? I saw this video the other day. There's this local guy that, yeah, watch his video. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. That's what we do as, con- I mean, as regular people, yeah. that's what I'm doing to these you know, these people that are teaching others about business, about mm-hmm. social media, that's what we're doing. We're absorbing yeah. it because that's what we want to do. If buying a house or learning how to sell a house or be a real estate agent is one of the things you want to do, you got to absorb as much as you can. Absolutely. So right now what we're working on is we have a couple different things. And here's the weird thing. When I saw this uh, content model that Gary Vee put out, here's what I was like, oh my God, like we are doing that. Like mm-hmm. we did it without even thinking about it, but it really just broke it down to show you like here's how we do it so for us for example uh daniel has a couple of different things going on right now he has a brand new facebook called coffee and real estate so with coffee and real estate it's his outlet to post about coffee and real estate co- yeah <laughs> pretty much and going back and forth just posting different things because uh, obviously you, you have to be different yeah because uh, especially in this day age um you can't have the just listed under under contract sold everybody's uh, toast yeah everybody or, has that exactly so you you need to come up with something different and then something that you like mm-hmm. i mean if you if you feel you're passionate about exactly if you're dragging about it uh no don't do it find something else yeah uh it doesn't have to be coffee real estate it could be anything uh but once you find it it makes it a lot easier to create content um that people will come back for because correct. how many times have you seen this someone gets a real estate license they go online and they start the business page mm-hmm. and it's called Bob Smith dash realtor, a realtor. <laughs> Great, Bob. What's going on? And then it's, here's my listing. Here's this. Yeah. Don't forget I'm a realtor. Those kind of things. And that's not going to pull people in because everyone's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I saw yeah. Susie Smith had the same thing. Mm-hmm. Susie Smith dash realtor. Yeah. It's the same thing. And the, the, the idea with the, the Gary V one is that you want to be uh, in their face constantly, you know, they don't have to see the video, but not selling them though. Exactly. They don't have to see the video. They don't have to hear the podcast. They don't have to see the YouTube video. The point is that they see you and your brand. Mm-hmm. When the time comes, that's the guy. I exactly. Then they're going to start clicking on you. But I mean, it's, it's like a commercial. It's I mean, like, sometimes you don't pay attention to the commercial, you're right? But once you're interested in buying a car, those car commercials, they become a lot more interesting. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, I'm going to call this guy. Uh, and, I mean, that's pretty much what we're going for. That right works now. for lawyers. That works for mechanics, like car dealerships, yeah. like you said. Um, whenever you're hearing those things, I don't need that right now. But when it pops up, it's like when that issue pops up, oh, you know what? I got to call mm-hmm. this lawyer. I got to call this guy. I got to call these people. They're going to be the ones to help me. I've seen how many people they've helped. They can yeah. help me, too. Yeah, exactly. And they're, I mean, they're even in the car, they're going to start thinking about it, like, man, what's that guy's name that I keep always seeing? I want to buy a house. Oh, something coffee, coffee and real estate, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's the idea that it, that I'm trying to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want that pro, that thought process go through people's minds. And that's it's a such a simple plan that I think a lot of realtors could use. What I love about the coffee and real estate thing and even my sister kind of is following the same template. She has her name dash or slash, whatever it is, uh, makeup and real estate. She's really passionate about makeup. So I'm not saying you have to do that, but the point of it is, is to set yourself apart. So whatever you did in your past life, if that was a passion of yours, if you're like an artist, if you were a musician, if you were, you name it, Mm -hmm. you know, combine it together. That way people can know like, okay, this person, you know, is pretty pro at this and they put their heart into it. Mm -hmm. Let's see, do they put their heart into this too? Because if you don't do that, you're just going to fall in, like we said a while ago, with the rest of the pack. And yeah. so it's so easy 
to do these things. Now, you're doing more videos, you're doing different things. Uh, different things we're working on to try to help out is we have two different things. So we have one called Pizza and Real Estate. And with Pizza and Real Estate, we interview different people that we work with, lenders, inspectors, fellow agents, people in the industry, and also other people then in the communities, like business owners, people that, you know, quote, local celebrities, people that know and follow. They're like, oh, look, there's so-and-so. Oh, yeah. there's that one girl. There's that one guy. Just to pull them in like, and exactly. talk to them, fill their story. Everybody, anybody can talk about real estate because we all live somewhere. Mm -hmm. And we're either renting or we're buying or we're owning or we're trying to buy, etc. So no one's like just walking around all 24 hours. So I got to live somewhere, right? So yeah. anybody can talk about real estate. Uh, the second thing we're working on and which we're listening to right now is our new podcast, which is the Ask Team Montavo. And here we just cover all types of different things like we're doing today. So what I'm getting at is, well, Gina, I don't have a pizza in real estate. I don't have a podcast. I don't know how to do that yet. I really don't have that much stuff or that much knowledge. So if, if you're a new agent, I think it would be really cool if a new agent would go and maybe talk to a friend. And then mm -hmm. when they're talking to that friend, they're like, hey, do you mind if like, you know, we record this? Or do you mind yeah. if I take notes or pictures? And that way I can go to my social media and I can say, hey, you know what? Talking to a friend today about buying a house. Here's some of the questions that came up. Maybe these are your questions mm -hmm. too. And that's such an easy thing. It doesn't even yeah. have to be a person buying a house. The only thing I would recommend is just download it, all the platforms, mm -hmm. and figure it out on the way. It's like, hey, it, guys. it doesn't have to be perfect. Because yeah. uh, I, I would have more confidence in someone that I see is out there, you know, figuring things out, asking mm -hmm. questions, talking to the people over someone that's like, oh, up late, looking at the MLS. Yeah. Don't forget I can write a contract. It's like, well, anybody can write a contract. <laughs> exactly. You can download a contract <laughs> and fill it out. <laughs> you don't even have to be yeah. a realtor. You can just type in Texas real estate contract, whatever your state is, and you can download a contract. So things like, you know, actually helping people out, I think that's what people like to see. Like closing photos are cool, mm -hmm. but when you include the story behind it, and yeah, that's actually something that, that you, you do and I really like a lot. Well, I don't want people to think like every transaction we have where we see this photo yeah. and like they're holding the sold sign like, oh, there's another one. There's no, another. I'm going to put on there. Hey, guess what? This this transaction was shitty. Like we had a lot of things that came <laughs> up and we had a lot of things during inspections or we had a lot of things during appraisal or this came in low or this was delayed. Or yeah. Last minute we were trying to scramble to figure out how to get the savings for the down payment. Like there's all kinds of different things yeah. that happen or there's situations where, you know, transactions don't always go super smooth. So I put that in there. So mm -hmm. I want people to know like, oh, okay, good. Cause I think people are so scared. Like, well, my one friend had this problem and my other friend had this problem. We'll know that you know we can fix it. Yeah, exactly. That's stuff you got to put out there. You know, that's why we're here. I mean, we're we're problem solvers. Uh, and you by posting that story. I mean, the not only that, if it was a maybe a rough transaction, the point is that we got them to close. And there's hope. Yeah. Because if you have a similar situation, uh, and I think I bring that up when there's like you know people, people have people have this thought process that my credit is the worst you've ever seen. Mm. My situation. My my life and my situation and my bills and my divorce, my foreclosure, mm -hmm. my bankruptcy, you've never seen anything like this. And because of that, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to buy a house. So don't yeah. even bother trying to help me. And to know that people feel that way is sad because we do help people in yeah. all those situations like, all yeah, the time. The crazy thing is that we do. I mean, we'll stick by you uh, two, three, four, five years um, and help you out. Uh, and trust me, someone always has it worse. Uh, but we always try to figure out a way to come back. Um, <laughs> he's like recording me right now. Now he puts me on the spot. Um, We're talking about people, you know, you got to give them hope because a lot of mm -hmm. people, okay, just to tell you a quick story and let's get back to the content model because that's really what this is about. Uh, when I brought my very first house, I got told no three times. Like, 
call the bank. Oh, guess what? Your school loans are in default. You got to, mm-hmm. you know, you got to catch up and pay them straight for six months. Because at the time I was still trying to go back to school. So trying to finish up. So I wasn't paying them. And I thought, oh, God, six more months. That was like a lifetime at the time. Yeah. I, I was about to renew my our lease. And I was like, I don't want to renew it because I'm going to spend all this money and waste it. And then I did it again. Oh, you're almost there. You got to mm-hmm. get your credit up now. You, you got everything in order, but now you get your credit up. I could have quit after the second time. Yeah. But then the third time, okay, you're approved. And I think a lot of people that first time out, oh, I didn't mm-hmm. get approved, can't do it. It's like, what? Like, no, man, you got to keep yeah. trying. It's like, oh, I asked that girl out. She told me no. I never tried yeah, again. Yeah, it, it all takes time. Uh, like, for how long did it take you to finally get, like, approved? Like, how long were you trying? Um, about eight months. Eight months? Solid eight months. But you know why? Because on month one, I uh-huh. went in there and said, hey, can I get approved? Oh, I can't. What do I need to do? Oh, I need to pay this down, and I need to pay this, you know, make sure I'm on schedule. And then I got to make sure I open this credit line mm-hmm. up to give me more credit. Okay. Then I follow the directions. That, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you went in there and you figured out where you stood and you didn't give up because like eight months, if you look at from the big picture, let's say you, you're a homeowner, I mean, till you're 70. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've been a homeowner for what, 50 plus years. And it only took you eight months exactly. to get into that situation. So, I mean, some people, you need to step back and look at the big picture because um, you'll be surprised of what being a homeowner can do. Uh, financially for you mm-hmm. in the end. And a lot of people, I think this day and age, and again, we'll get back to the content model in two seconds. I think <laughs> a lot of people in this day and age don't have retirement plans. So the only type of retirement plan they might have or can achieve is going to be through equity in their home. Mm-hmm. Because maybe they don't contribute to the 401. Maybe they live paycheck to paycheck and they pay all their bills and everything's good, but there's no extra to throw inside a savings account or put under the mattress or in a shoebox. Yeah. So in reality, when you have a home and you're a homeowner, unless you're just like tearing that house apart and just like <laughs> messing it up, uh, more than likely you're going to be growing some equity on that property to where, yeah, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, when it's finally paid off, you can go and cash it out or rent it out and buy another property and let that pay for the new one or whatever you decide to do. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So going back to the content model, and uh, again, this is for anybody that's in any business, um, this thing that Gary Vee put out was called the content model. And he's like 86 slides and explained how he puts content on there. A lot of his stuff is interviews. A lot of his stuff is like keynotes. Mm-hmm. A lot of his stuff is, you know, podcasts and just different YouTube videos like his daily shows. And again, I think a lot of people watch these things but go, how can I make that mine? How can I use that in my business? Just- um, right now we're talking about for real estate agents how to do that. It used to be where, again, Hey, we're having an open house Sunday. All week, you talk about that open house. Yeah. But then you're singling out every single person that doesn't really care yeah. about an open house. So that's why we are creating things that, you know, people besides people that want to buy a house will still watch. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're using the local businesses. That's why we're highlighting people in the community that play a big role and do a lot of different things. And people don't really know mm-hmm. much about them, but put in a real estate spin on it. So they'll still want to listen. Correct. I mean, it doesn't always have to be real estate every post. Exactly. And another thing is you, you need to find what your audience wants because my audience is different from Gino's audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that almost every day we're trying to figure out what our audience wants. And so wants. is the audience depending on what social media it is. The, so yes, if you're on a Facebook, it's a totally different type of people that's on Snapchat, mm-hmm. which is a totally different type of people that are on Instagram. And on Instagram, which is really weird, I feel like there's two audiences. There's mm-hmm. the people that only watch the timeline and they see the photos that are posted mm-hmm. up or the one-minute videos. And then there's a whole other group of people that go and watch people's stories yeah. to where some people are one or the other. Like I get mm-hmm. on Instagram and I watch stories. I don't even look at the timeline yeah. or I look at the timeline. Don't look at the stories. Yeah, no, you're right. And then not only that, there's I've something, a trend that I've been noticing uh, that I'm trying to pick up on is hashtags. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been noticing 
uh, people are starting to follow hashtags a lot more than people. Yeah. Um, it used to be to where you would have to search the hashtag. Correct. So now you can go to a hashtag in your search bar mm-hmm. and you can click on, like, let's just say we live in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yeah. So you can go to uh, hashtag Corpus Christi, click it, and then you can basically follow that hashtag. Correct. Follow that, I follow that hashtag. Um, I have a sport. I have a muscle car. It's a Chevelle. Mm-hmm. So I follow Chevelle SS the hashtag. And every right. time instead someone posts about like, it, that's what I feel like the trend is, is, is starting to go that way. Cause instead of just following for example, like instead of you just following one page of just Chevelle's, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now you're following the hashtag. Yeah. So now you're seeing multiple I'm seeing profiles, different people that are, you know, have their individual cars. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing people that run a, a business page or they run some type of like fan yeah. page where they show it all too. So like on that note, Use hashtags. Mm-hmm. Hashtags are really important on Instagram. Not so important on Facebook. They have think, them, but I don't really think people I, search I don't that think, way. Yeah, I don't think it works uh, well. But for sure, Instagram, I think it's one of those things where... Um, you're if gonna, you're looking to yeah. find an audience and grow your audience, mm-hmm. that's where it's at. See yeah. what the biggest hashtags are in town. Like, So if you see um, you, like your Corpus Christi one or if you mm-hmm. see your local... You can go by location. Go on location, see what the top yeah. nine photos are and see what they're mm-hmm. posting about. Yeah, you always also like if you're starting on an Instagram, uh, one of the best like uh, informations that I that I was able to get when it comes to hashtags is try to find hashtags that are less than like 80,000 of followers. Because if you put a hashtag like for, for me, example, if I put a hashtag coffee, mm-hmm. uh, oh, it's crazy. There's a there's a million posts on that. So your post is not going to be found. It's, it's going to be thrown into a, a million uh, I mean, good luck. But and sometimes those hashtags get overused by things that are not related. Exactly. So if a hashtag... And Instagram yeah. has an, the algorithm to cancel those out. So like, I don't know, if I put a for a, ha- a picture of a house and I put hashtag fitness, it's <laughs> not going to... Hashtag gonna pop, Kardashian. Yeah, like, it's, it's not going to pop up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, you, you want to find an on audience that, on that where... On same note, don't be afraid to create your own hashtag. Yes, so you have to as create long your, as you yeah. stick with it. So don't make it like some super super long one, mm-hmm. but go out there and find something that relates to either your business or yourself or your personality or different things that you're gonna be posting up, and then include that. That way, when people go and they follow that hashtag, they can go see a category like oh, like for example, I have um, I have Ask Team Montavo, mm-hmm. I have Team Montavo, and then I have um, some other new ones. And so when people go click on that, they can see all the other related posts that I've posted in that category. Correct. If they want to. Yeah. But the thing is to have your own. That way, if someone catches it, they can, you know, go down the rabbit hole, I call it. You're just like <laughs> go surfing. Exactly. So, yeah. And especially if those hashtags pick up and if you have your own hashtag, that's how people are going to look you up. Mm-hmm. You they're know, gonna look you they're up. not going to look up by your name. They're just going to put it in the search bar and your hashtag's going to pop up and you're going to click on it. So uh, to end this and kind of, you know, sum up what we're talking about today, we're talking about the content model. If you're a realtor, this is really for you. If you're trying to figure out what should I be posting up on social media, what do I need to get out there? That way I can grow my business because it's hard, dude. When I started, I was just very lucky. Um, I have a rare case where I did a radio job before this. And so my follower count was pretty big. Mm -hmm. And it was before... Facebook is really charging for everybody to see your stuff. Yeah. Like if I go back and look at posts from like five years ago, dude, they're huge. Like every post without me boosting it, mm-hmm. without me paying for ads, without me doing anything. It was just natural and organic. Yeah. They were huge. And then over time, it was just like lower and lower and lower where now it's to the point where if I don't pay for it, mm-hmm. no one sees it on Facebook. So I think that's why a lot of people, even realtors, should be making the move to Instagram mm-hmm. because on Instagram, it's totally different algorithms and it's yeah. totally, totally, totally different. To no where, one even really knows how Instagram's algorithm is. Uh, with those hashtags that we we're talking about a second ago, I can post a photo up and put a group of hashtags in the first comment, 
and then I'll get, you know, 100 plus likes just mm -hmm. because those hashtags, like you said, people are following. People are following hashtag real estate, hashtag new listings, mm -hmm. hashtag just sold, hashtag new home buyers, whatever it is. Yeah. People are following those. So you're going to get a bigger audience compared to that same photo. I can mm -hmm. post two photos at the same time, exact same caption, exact same photo on Facebook and on Instagram. And guess which one's going to go further? The Instagram. Instagram. But that's not to say I don't want to use Facebook. It's just there's different there are different channels. It's like yeah, your it's, TV. It's different content. Am I in a sports mood? I'm going, yeah. to, I'm going to ESPN. Am I in a movie mood? I'm going to HBO. Am I in a laughing mood? Comedy Central. Correct. Think of it that yeah. way. And so people are like, what should I be using the most? It just depends. Like, where's your content fit? Mm -hmm. And that's what we're talking about. Whenever you do these big, long pieces, whenever you do these long content, like the YouTube videos or the podcast or the interviews or um, I think would be really cool if you want to do like a story about a house, mm -hmm. like go out, list the house, talk to the neighbors, talk to the owner. Hey, why are you selling blah, blah, blah get their permission. Yeah. Like is the it cool? The stories is a really cool Is it feature. cool if I get like a 10-second video yeah. of you, 15-second video of like, hey, you know, I called uh, I called Timo Tavo and want to sell my house. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. And then post that up and then have people follow along with the story. Mm -hmm. Give them a story because yeah. that's why we're on it. We're all watching. There's people that we watch. Because it's like a story. Yeah, that's, that's why we you, watch Kardashians and we watch these other things. Our celebrities, our 50 Cent, or all these different people that are like, you know, big players in the yeah. social media world. We watch them because we're like, what are they going to say next? Yeah, and the story, that's free advertising. Uh, you know, I, the new algorithm kind of sucks because before, I remember I used to just tag like the city, like, you know, I'll tag Corpus Christi on my post and then I'll get like 600 views. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's 600 people that looked at my story, you know? Mm -hmm. And right now they, they changed it. So I'm in the process of trying to figure out how I can get those viewers back because now I post the city and I'm just getting like 20 views, you know, from the, the city. Uh, but I've noticed if you put hashtags in the story, I've been getting a lot of views from that. Oh, so in your Instagram stories, you put hashtags? Mm -hmm. Hmm. So like the, one of the most recent ones that, that were- Where do those pop up at for people? So when you follow uh, the hashtags, Hashtag. they have stories that go along with them. And it shows up mm -hmm. in your timeline or when you... On their timeline. Okay. So like on, one of the biggest ones I had was uh, we did... I took a picture of, a, of our setup and I put hashtag Spotify. Mm -hmm. I got over 100 views oh, on that of course. one. So I was like, <laughs> dang, that's awesome. So little by little, I've been using different hashtags and I've noticed that my views have been going up. Um, but again, like th that's free advertisement. Like... It, it sounds is, like what you're doing and what you sh everyone should be doing is experimenting and trying yes. different things and different avenues. And if this post doesn't work, okay, it's not to say you can't try it again. It didn't work that one time. Maybe exactly. it was too early. Maybe it was too late. Maybe people were busy. Maybe it was Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like whatever it was. Like maybe it didn't work. Try something else and then go back and kind of look yeah, back. Yeah, you have to. You can't use all our. Uh, you can't use other people's platform or the way they, when they post at what mm -hmm. time. You have to find, like we were saying What's earlier. What's you and your people? Yeah, you need to figure out what your audience is lo looking and what they're doing. And Instagram has a pretty cool, uh, it's free analytics. Mm -hmm. And you it'll know, show you, can, you, oh, hey, this time on this day is hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can do that. I mean, there's, I know there's other websites that you can pay for that can go more specific, more dive into the analytics. But the Instagram analytics on, on its own is, is well, pretty Well, it's only beneficial. available if you're a business page. Keep that Correct. in mind, too. Oh, if yeah. you're a realtor, uh, I highly recommend that you switch your profile to a business page to get the analytics. Um, and also, it'll have a couple different features up top where people can connect with you directly through email mm -hmm. or through phone. It doesn't change the look of your profile either. It looks exactly the same. It doesn't look like a business profile like mm -hmm. you are when you're on Facebook. Oh, that's a like page and that's a yeah. personal page. It doesn't change anything. It looks exactly the same, but on the back end of it, you're able to see a whole lot more than the regular profile can mm -hmm. see, which yeah. is beneficial to you because you want to know who's looking at your stuff. Because yeah, you want to look at your insights. Like, 
Uh, they even give you like age, like women twenty five to thirty four. Yeah, that's cool. awesome. Twenty five thirty four. What are they like? Because I exactly. guess they're watching this. I gotta, you know. Yeah, yeah. What do I you gotta have talk to about? Get, you have to attack them. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's cool. I like so, it. So this can go on forever. There's so much different stuff. Um, if you want to look us up, you can go uh, hashtag Team Montavo, hashtag Coffee and Real Estate. Look us up, and we can find out more information about how we can help you. But yeah, really. Uh, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is like social media stuff when I see new realtors that are doing things and I've seen a lot of new realtors do some cool stuff mm -hmm. and then I've seen a lot of realtors that are you know just trying and missing and that's why we're doing this right now just to tell you like there's a there's a formula to follow mm -hmm. you just got to follow it and yeah. if you don't and if you're just doing the same old thing in other words if what you're doing is what 10 other people are doing stop doing it yes right off the bat right off the <laughs> yeah, bat yeah, yeah. unless for some reason you just have like some <laughs> like unless you're having like like a freaking taco truck and like a circus at your open house this sunday most people are gonna be like cool open house they're gonna take two seconds if you're mm -hmm. wondering why you're not getting a bunch of likes on your flyer because no one cares yeah no one cares and that's another thing even if like you once you find like your passion or what you're, you think you can work with uh don't worry about the likes actually mm -hmm. uh the point is that the people see it. Uh, you know, we're we're in the business where we just need one like. Yeah, uh, we I, just I need don't that. need ten people to buy a house. I need one. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just need one like for that one person to like it and to message you, and that's that's all you need. You know how many times I've helped a client or a friend, and I say client because I never met them before and they became friends, that never liked anything, never commented anything, but when I talked to them, they knew about every single thing Happens I've ever all posted. The time. And I'm like, oh, weird. I've never seen you comment on anything. I've never seen you like anything. There's people that are watching that maybe they're too afraid. Maybe they feel like, oh, if I like it, someone's going to see it. Or maybe if I maybe like it. Maybe there's just some people that just don't like stuff. Maybe. Yeah. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom, my wife, they're on, they're on social media. But, yeah, they're not they, sitting they around liking like stuff. They never like anything? No. They're just viewers. Just viewers, just man. View yeah. It's the same thing with, yeah. like, radio shows or TV shows. There's people that view it intentionally and follow the fan pages, uh -huh. and they call in, and they write letters, and they do all these different things because yeah. they're just obsessed. And then there's people that are equally obsessed but don't do anything. they got yeah. their own lives going on. They're too busy to go find out every single detail about this. So, so yeah, so don't even worry about it um, because, yeah, like we were saying, you just need that one line. Pretend like you're talking to that one person. Yeah. And, like, just pretend, like, what you're saying, one person's going to be tuned in. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, hey, don't blow them off. Talk to that one person, and yeah. everybody else will follow. Well, very cool. We got more stuff coming up. You can check it out, Coffee and Real Estate, Pizza and Real Estate. This is the Ask Team Montavo podcast. Stay tuned for more.